Well, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are today. Day 24, we're pumping through it. And the topic is resilience. <laughs> wow, what a doozy. If we're surrounded by people who doubt our skill or who measure us by their own conservative choices, then we must become immune from their opinions. Now, this is an important skill. Instead of asking, what do I do about someone's opinion of me that's not really good? We ask, what do I do about my reaction to somebody's opinion about me that's not really very good? The way that we achieve this is through compassion. That's how to recognize people's limits and not to be affected by them. You feel compassion for the limited view. In this way, there is no feeling sorry for them or feeling guilty about what you're doing. There's just no reaction. You don't even get stuck. You just understand their limited perspective with compassion. And now another word for compassion in my mind is a sense of humor. The value, the benefit of what you give the world is to hold this more important than the egocentric consequences of what people think. You have to know your own va value before others do. This is more than just a dream, it's real value. What can you contribute to the world? Is your music really all that good? Is your leadership, and kindness and caring for the world really valuable? Bulldust doesn't sell at a real value level. And when we don't value ourselves, we start condemning others for having opinions about us because those opinions about us add double weight to the end of the seesaw that's knocking us down. Their opinion plus our negative opinion means there are two negative opinions and that's two too many. So what we're trying to work on here is effort versus result. Now, mental and physical rest is a vital part of success. If sleep is poor, mental and physical capacities are limited and we become reactive. We lose our capacity to have resilience and we start losing our sense of humor and we start developing a quite a, a, a sensitivity towards what other people think about us and we start reacting, trying to fix them or tell them off or uh, condemn them for being in a bad mood. But if we're in a good, healthy, self-respecting, valued place and someone has a negative opinion about us or acts negatively towards us, it bounces off us, just bounces off us like a, a tennis ball bouncing off a wall. The first step is sleep. And to enter sleep with a clear mind is really important. It's one of the things that we can't get away from, no matter how many dollars we earn or how much we do in therapy, the one thing that happens at the end of the day is you put your own head on your own pillow. And that head is filled with ideas. And to get to the deeper realms of rest, you've got to be at peace with yourself. Now, this deep state of sleep, which is measured, for example, by the aura ring, you have to clear away negative states of mind. Now, to do that, it begins with gratitude for the day gone by. And we call this total recall. 
you recount each and every interaction of the past day, recall the day, and finished, finish any unfinished emotional business. So in other words, if you're still carrying a grump about some car driver who bipped their horn at you or uh, uh, the, the police who pulled you over and gave you a ticket or the parking police who gave you some fine or you're grumpy about someone at work, you need to let go of it because it's going to disrupt your sleep at night. So the step, first step in a great night's sleep, and a great night's sleep is really important for compassion, and a great night's sleep is really important for mental health in which you uh, value yourself in the world and don't react to what other people think, is peace of mind. Gratitude for the day gone by. Success is nature's wish for you. When you have your heart set on a dream, nature is your greatest friend. But if you get impatient, it can bring us into conflict with nature. So learning patience is both ideal for intuitive communication with the elements and self. However, when we speak of patience, we're not talking about waiting quietly. Patience is the ability to say no. Too many people waste too much energy on dead ends, things that don't change anything. They get grumpy at people in the street. They get grumpy at the sky. They get grumpy at the water. They get grumpy at the weather. And they feel very gratified by taking these sidetracks of superiority, but really, they're just an energy waste. Success is nature's wish for you, but sometimes we're so obsessed with ourselves and our opinions that we think we'd rather sacrifice our journey with nature in order to be superior or dominant or push back or fight for, uh, 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 against an opinion. It means we spend a lot of time, sometimes even up to 80% of our energy, working on things that don't really matter. Because we don't have patience, the ability to say no. Correct daily habits, like commitment without compromise to our daily habits of success, is the focus on quality of the doing rather than the result. The result will take care of itself if you have chosen the correct habits for your day. We call it chunking it down. So when you set a goal, or like in two years, I will do X, we chunk it down into six months, we chunk it down into three months, we chunk it down into weeks, we chunk it down into days, we chunk it down into hours. What do you have to do on a daily basis, every hour? What are the habits that will keep you healthy, happy, in love, in success, all the way to the achievement of your goal? So you both have process and result. To be confident and therefore send yourself subliminal message of positive uh, reinforcement, you must be confident that what you do on a daily basis will bring about what you dream of in the future. If your daily habit is eating chocolate or McDonald's burgers and your dream is a marathon, then unless chocolate is part of the diet for calories or McDonald's is what you eat to rebuild you from training load, there will be no outcome because there will be no patience. What you think about and think about, you bring about. The subconscious mind and the conscious mind wander to the nearest watering hole. They're easily distracted by the four substitutes for joy, 
food and substance, in other words, alcohol, greed, which is an absolute obsession with self, sexuality, which is either the rejection of it or the indulgence in it, and ironically, spirituality. To keep your mind on your success, you will need to repeat the mantra of your success, of your objective to yourself every day, sometimes every hour. There are always excuses, always sidetracks. It's always easier to focus on little trivial things that don't change anything and become nasty and mean. But when we work on low priorities, we sabotage our self-worth. And our financial worth might be going up in leaps and bounds, but our self-worth goes down if we work on low priorities, if we worry about the little things that make no difference. So create and hold focus on your mission and avoid those things that distract your mind, like, for example, a spirituality that, do, that does not build on your success at work. Your vision of the future is another element of resilience. There are very few more important skills in energy management and direction than the ability to think about, dream about, visualize and anticipate the future. If you can see the future, you can create it by putting your energy into it. Real vision of the future lacks drama. If you are seeing the future as exciting, fantastic, wonderful or enjoyable, you're probably investing in complex emotions and causing highly uncertain results your children will be affected. By adding more drama and excitement to your vision, you may be inadvertently sabotaging your efforts. Practice holding a picture in your mind's eye. The longer you can hold it, the more it comes to reality. See how long you can maintain an inspiring idea in your mind. If you can hold any picture or idea in your mind for more than seven seconds, you are exceptional. Until you can hold on to your picture or idea long enough for it to begin manifestation, your many other scattered pictures or ideas will overtake and then weaken it. When any other picture or idea enters your mind, pluck it out, put up a stop sign and return to your chosen focus. By focusing on ever finer detail of the desired picture or idea, you minimize the scattered pictures Having a sense of your overall vision and purpose, if you can find it, in life is a huge gift. It gives quiet confidence to your daily routine and anchors the subconscious mind in a clear direction. Affirm tomorrow. This is part of resilience, affirming tomorrow, not next year, as the most joyful day in your life and let nothing break that thought. If the day ahead is not bringing you happiness and you choose to ignore this, then you are handing yourself a very negative subliminal message. What would that message be? The message would be you are not worthy of happiness in the future, but you are. You don't need to struggle. If your guilt about the past is so bad, then it will sabotage your hopes for the future. Fear of the future or resentment about negative experiences you might expect to happen will break your spirit of the future. Before going to bed, write on a notepad a bucket list of tomorrow's activities. Create this list as you would create a dream. List everything you're going to do tomorrow 
every meeting, everything you need to do, but spin it to make it something you love to do and look forward to. Subliminal forces will be designed into your tomorrow throughout the night. And, and right from the very first breath on waking, you'll feel the power of it. You, you'll just say, I just can't wait to jump out of bed in the morning. And if it doesn't, rewrite the list. Don't go to bed with reluctance about tomorrow. It can set into the subconscious as an awful chain of events. Eventually, your listing may be, become mental only, but this is in the early stages of success, prone to error, because there are some things that are about to happen and we may forget them. Practice between performances. Another key to resilience. A young man came to me looking for help. He wanted to be an artist and was well educated in that field, but he was unable to earn his livelihood from it, so he took another job. He was asking me how to make a livelihood from his art so he could fulfill his dream. It was a youthful question. I admired this open-minded approach. I answered, do not give up your day job. Nature has given you sustenance, but she has not tied your hands behind your back. What you do at lunchtime, what you do in your spare time, really will reflect your commitment to your art. Diligence is practice, practice, practice. Do your thing you love in between the work you do for sustenance. Don't always be in a, ru a rush to live the dream. Do the job. Do it exceptionally well. But do it so that it makes possible for you to follow your dreams. Do not become boring to yourself, which is the worst nightmare on earth. Because then you'll drive out every gift that nature has given you, including your immune system, your love of life, your self-respect, and the respect of those around you. Pay any price, do any job, but never give up your dream. Practice between performances. On the way to work, on the way home, at work breaks, when you wake up and more, be the artist whose day job gives a gift of abundance so that you can develop your art. Nature never destroys things, she evolves them. So if you can stay with your art and work and do your work with diligence, you will one day merge the two and find yourself being paid for your art. It's all to do with resilience. Link all seven areas of your life to your success. Spiritual, mental, career, health, relationships, social and financial. How do each of these seven areas of life help you fulfill your success? Create a list of how time spent within each area will help you fulfill your success and allow you to experience more, more of your life's balance. We call it link it or sink it. Did you know that subliminal advertising can cause you to buy things? Can cause you to buy drinks, eat food, stuff we don't really want or need. Billboards placed at strategic places on a highway can cause us to become hungry with a choice of five food types and petrol stations ahead and you get to choose the one subliminally suggested to us on the billboard we are highly affected by our environment relationship and circumstances all of which provide subliminal signals this includes your clothing so we need to we need to control these subliminal factors we must treat ourselves as we wish to be treated Dress as we wish to become, act the success we wish to achieve, 
These are not on their own the means to success, but like those billboards on the highway, they are very powerful influences on our choices. Your office, our physical environment, are other continual subliminal messages that we need to control. Papers stuck all over a whiteboard, thoughts scribbled on notes pads. These things are beautiful for their function, but they need to be put away. Otherwise, they become subliminal driving forces into chaos. Books and papers that sit around, subliminal messages that are accidentally presented to us in newspaper headlines. And those things, they stick in our letterbox, the real estate pamphlets and what have you, to disrupt our focus. I bought some polarised sunglasses from the Council Council of Australia and left them near my desk in a branded sleeve. The word cancer was so clear that I dreamt it the following night. This is how powerful subliminal environment messages are. At this point on your path, you will need to consider all the book spines that speak to you in your home. For example, one guy had a book on how to not be an alcoholic or the the seven habits of breaking a, a drug addiction. And the books were still on the shelf, even though long ago he transcended his illness. Make sure that the spines of the book speak to your success. The su subliminal message we give ourselves when he human nature goes against our expectations is very destructive. And that is the source of the lack of resilience. Do not be naive. Separate your hopes for humanity from the true nature of humanity. There can be no greater trust than one based on the truth. The truth about human nature is not the same as the hopes for human nature. Truth about human nature comes from the laws of nature, the universal laws. This includes duality, where there is two sides to everybody. Purpose, where people sabotage anything that's not linked to their purpose. Harmony, people grow in the direction of their dominant thought. And connectedness, what we judge, we breed. The hope that people will be worthy of our trust is a naive hope that empowers them and makes us the victim. We cause people to be trustworthy. This is an important subliminal strength to know we cause the world around us. And this is the foundation of all human resilience. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Think about this today in your 30-day challenge, how you're going to focus on these things when you don't need them so that when you do need them, you'll have the resilience to deal with whatever life dishes up to you. Have a beautiful day.